Welcome to episode 27 of the High School Huddle Podcast presented by the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. I am William Wilkerson. You can find me on Twitter if you so choose at Wilkerson underscore FWST. And I am Brian Gossett. You can find me at Gossett 41. Another exciting episode here. Just feature some of the players of the week. Uh, talk about softball and baseball as they gear up for the playoffs here soon. And then some playoff soccer as the state tournament gets underway next week. And then we'll dive into some uh, some esports, this new uh, wave of video games um, and leagues and whatnot, and how you can uh, go to sc- go to college on a video game scholarship and all that. So c- some cool stuff today, Brian. Let's let's start out with uh, with our latest players of the week. We had Fossil Ridge uh, pitcher Colton Craddock um, edged out Burleson Centennial's Miguel Santos. Yeah, Craddock uh, five and two thirds innings there against Salt Lake Carroll, uh, the state rank uh, Dragons or excuse me, the defending state champs as well. Uh, they're riding a four-game winning streak by Craddock, only allowing four hits as Fossil Ridge uh, beat them 2-1, to one, handed the Dragons their first district loss. Um, Santos uh, had a great week as well, had a grand slam against rival Burleson. Um, Austin Ream came in third uh, from 40, uh, threw a perfect game with 11 strikeouts against Poteet. Um, shout out to some others, Matt Bailey from Byron Nelson, complete game, nine strikeouts, and Will Johnston from Keller, also a complete game with 12 strikeouts. It shows you how – I guess I'm just always amazed at how much talent uh, we have in the Metroplex uh, when it comes to, to all sports, really. But uh, baseball, softball, um, just you know, in particular for this episode, um, a guy had 12 strikeouts through a complete game and can't even get player of the week honors. That, uh, that's crazy. My high school coaches would have probably cut off their left arm to have someone like that. So – um, over on the softball side, Frisco Centennial senior and Louisiana Tech signee Lexi Pope was named Player of the Week, uh, beating out Coppell pitcher Nora Rodriguez. Yeah, Pope uh, going a perfect six for six from the plate in two games, driving in ten runs. Uh, really, on, on Monday, April first against Frisco, uh, was her big shining moment. Five for five, two home runs and nine RBIs in one game. Um, Centennial beating Frisco seventeen to seven. And then Nora Rodriguez also had a great outing as well for Coppell, um, going three for three with two RBIs from the plate, but also throwing a seven-inning no-hitter, 11 strikeouts against Louisville. And then some others in the running, Carly Charles uh, from the Colony, Iowa State signee, throwing 18 strikeouts and 13 innings through two games. Uh, you know, shout-out to McKinney North softball, who's still undefeated in district. And then earlier this week on Monday, uh, Frisco Independent, Savannah Williams, uh, they beat Lebanon Trail 3-0. She had the complete game with a career-high 16 strikeouts as well, uh, driving the two runs from the plate for them. Yeah. Oh, by the way, she had two RBIs in, in addition to 16 strikeouts. No big deal. Um, moving over to the pitch uh, to recap some of the soccer games with the regional quarterfinals. Uh, we begin with last Thursday. It was a really good game, Brian, between Castleberry and Argyle. Uh, Castleberry ended up winning a nail-biter and penalty kicks. Uh, the game went into overtime, um, and Argyle actually scored first, appeared to have the game in hand, but the Lions got a big-time shot from one of their sophomore stars. Yeah, and just kind of recapping the game early on, Castleberry uh, took the lead, I believe, in the 34th minute and took that 1-0 advantage at halftime. And then Argyle, uh, Emma Chihan scored to tie it and send it to overtime. She scored her second one there uh, in the extra extra frame. And the Eagles were up 2-1 to one, uh, with about two, 
minutes and 50 seconds. Uh, Castleberry was able to tie it. Caitlin Bonita scored her team-leading 30th goal of the season, her biggest one of the year, probably of, of her career, uh, to send the penalty kicks. And then uh, Castleberry winning the PKs 3-2. to two. Uh, they're, they're going back to the regional tournament for the second straight season. Uh, check out a story I did on them on DFWVarsity.com. It's only their third year playing uh, varsity soccer, so um, very, very, you know, congratulations to them for uh, continuing to just build up this program. Um, but talk to some of their kids afterwards, especially uh, coach uh, Mark Hinshaw, who came from Midland Lee, has been with the um, soccer world for a very long time, but his first year with Castleberry, um, he mentioned that this was a very special group, and uh, this is what he had to say. I, I think we've certainly got we've got a, a nice mixture. It's a young mixture of, of talented soccer players and and good athletes. And you know, basically, it's been my job to teach the fundamentals of the game and, and to bring them together. But really, they're they're responsible for this. It's I've, I've never been around a group like this. Their their cohesion and their selflessness are are what's making this run. And they they really are, uh, without a doubt, the best group I've ever worked with. They're really good kids. Last Friday featured perhaps the best matchup um, really all season long when Coppell and South Lake Carroll met in Denton. They're the four- and five-star ranked teams in the nation. And, of course, that game had to go into extra time uh, with Carroll coming away with a 3-1 victory. Yeah, and it, it lived up to the hype um, early on, just kind of back and forth, even matchup. Uh, both teams got their fair share of uh, shots and corners. Carroll actually took the lead in the 21st minute with uh, Manny Drenowatz. Got a nice... Uh, pass from Sarah Horniak to go up 1-0 and then Coppell actually scored on the corner to uh, tie it there and that went into overtime but Taylor Tufts the Oklahoma signee uh, just sent a rocket in 25 yards really like 36 seconds into overtime and then they added another one later with uh, Karina Owens and uh, got that 3-1 victory. Carroll's you know one of the best teams in the state uh, probably the top-ranked team in DFW for sure, and just a rich tradition uh, going back to the regional tournament, uh, fifth time in seven years for the Dragons, and had a few post-game interviews. A um, lot, of, lot of media was there uh, with TV and uh, multiple newspaper outlets, but uh, just a great, great win, great team. Um, and so some interviews here, starting with uh, head coach Matt Colvin, who's been with the Dragons, for a very long time, this is what he had to say about uh, about gaining that win against Coppell. I think you know it doesn't matter if we're number four or five or 100 yeah. and 101. It doesn't matter. I think that that rivalry is going to go on forever. And uh, I think you know we've always been that team this year. When we, there's a little bit of adversity on the field, we have that catalyst. We have that person that steps up and uh, makes a play. And obviously Taylor Tufts, you know that was an unbelievable effort by her. And then Taylor Tufts, uh, you know she's nearing. A pretty large feat. Uh, she's one assist away from a 2020 season, which uh, hasn't happened for a very long time with with the Carroll Dragons. But uh, she sent in the game-winning goal, and I believe she's with uh, 27 goals on the season now. Uh, but this is what she had to say about uh, beating Coppell. Obviously, it was going to be a tight game. We knew we were coming into a great match, and they're Coppell is a great team possession-wise, tactical, technical, everything. But we knew if we maintained our composure that we would be able to finish one in. And then finally, uh, you know, got to give a shout-out to the defense. Maddie Martin, who uh, has a bunch of shutouts this year, 
uh, and has the career record for shutouts in program history, uh, senior for uh, the Dragons there, but gave up that one goal, but really made some ter terrific stops in extra time to keep Coppell to that uh, one score. And uh, this is what she had to say about the defense and the Dragons moving on. I just think that our team and our chemistry has been so great going out through the season, and we've wanted this for so long that we've just let it build throughout the season and um, throughout the years that we've played. If you actually want to check out some highlights of that game, you can uh, go to Brian Gossett's uh, Twitter handle. He retweeted um, some highlights of that game, which is uh, pretty phenomenal. Uh, moving on, a few more area teams on the girls' side made it to the regional tournament, which begins this Friday uh, for all teams across the state. Uh, Brian, who else stood out to you in the quarterfinals? Yeah, we talked about it last week, but I thought Grapevine was going to take Region 1 and head to the state tournament for the fourth time in fifth five years, but uh, Burleson Centennial is just having an unbelievable year, and it continues. Uh, they took down Grapevine 2-1, to one, and they are headed to the uh, regional tournament for the first time. This is their eighth playoff appearance. Um, that region is up in uh, Wichita Falls on Friday, uh, taking on Lubbock Coronado. Um, same region, Alito, who went to state two years ago, they got a big-time goal from Brooke Jones, senior Sam Houston State signee. Uh, she scored in the 95th minute to edge out El Paso, El Dorado. You have Arlington, who will be joining South Lake Carroll in, in McKinney. Uh, they, they beat out San Angelo Central 1-0, uh, going back to the regional tournament since 2012. And then Legacy, uh, also joining Centennial and Alito in Wichita Falls, uh, taking down Burleson 3-0. Tatum, Tatum Kruger, the uh, goalkeeper, who's also signed to Sam Houston State, Got the shutout there and uh, some goal scores, uh, Bridget Murray, Olivia Jackson, Lexi Luna for the Broncos. So uh, they are headed to the regional tournament there. Uh, in 4A, Midlothian Heritage, uh, we talked last week about them, defending state champs, uh, another team who hasn't been playing UIL soccer for a very long time, but just dominating performance. I think final score is 9-0, and uh, their regional is in Tyler. And then you mentioned the Carroll Coppell game, very good matchup. But uh, in 5A Region 2, you had Highland Park and Wakeland, which featured the 5A uh, champs from the last two years, uh, Wakeland winning last season. But Highland Park uh, edging out the Wolverines, and uh, they are off to the regional tournament in Carrollton. On to the, uh, the boys, Sam Houston is still in the hunt for a third trip to the state tournament in five years after they took down uh, Friendship 3 to nothing. But the Texans aren't the only ones from Arlington ISD headed to McKinney this week. Yeah, uh, speaking on that Sam Houston game against Friendship 3-0, uh, to zero, Jose Ortiz just continues to score goal after goal. I'm sure he's nearing 50 goals on the year. Uh, two more there against Friendship. Leo Ramirez had the third. Um, but yeah, not the only team from Arlington going. You had Bowie, who also won 3-0 to zero against uh, a very upstart Euless Trinity team, which was making their deepest run in, in program history. But um, you mentioned Sam Houston looking for that third trip in five years. Uh, they went in 2017, which actually that's when Arlington Bowie was there as well. So um, that year, all four teams were uh, from DFW, and they were set to play in somewhere in West Texas, and the UIL actually, um, you know, kind of changed it and brought it to Dragon Stadium, um, and now it's going to be in McKinney this week. So it should be, 
should be a lot of fun, and I'm looking forward to it. So, you know, Brian, we mentioned the Centennial Girls, but the Burleson boys are also still uh, rocking and rolling after they knocked off Birdville 3-2. to two. Yeah, they're headed to the uh, regional tournament over there in uh, Wichita Falls, and it's their first trip to the regionals since 1998. Um, you mentioned 3-2 score. Freddie Hernandez, uh, who made the All-Area team last season, scored twice, had the game-winning goal in the 69th minute uh, to knock off the Hawks over Mansfield last week, um, and they will face a very good El Paso Bel Air team on Friday. Um, and Edgar Zaragazo, if I'm saying his name right, he scored the uh, third goal for them. Brover actually tied it up at halftime before uh, Hernandez game winner there with about 11 minutes left to go. All right, Brian, who are some of the other DFW boys teams headed to the regional tournament that, uh, that we should be aware of? Yeah, on the other side of that bracket with uh, Burleson and Wichita Falls, you have Lake Dallas going to the regionals for the first time in program history. Uh, they took down one of our uh, local teams, Fort Worth Arlington Heights, 3-2. to two. Anthony Potty uh, scored the final two goals. Uh, Heights actually had the lead, but uh, Lake Dallas came back to win it. Potty's third goal came in the 65th minute, again sending the Falcons to the uh, regionals for the very first time. And then we also had uh, Flower Mound. I mentioned uh, the Sam Houston Regional is all DFW again. Flower Mound will take on Bowie, and then Grand Prairie will take on Sam Houston uh, in 5A Region 2 over in Carrollton. Frisco Heritage, uh, a very new school. They are going to regionals for the first time. And then Frisco Wakeland, defending state champs are back. 6A Region 2, you got Allen and Saxkey. 4A, you have Midlothian Heritage um, and Argyle Boys. Also, Nevada Community and Dallas Hillcrest. Okay, Brian, I'm always on the road at some game, uh, really every week, a couple of times a week. Uh, where will you be this, this week, and who are some of the teams that you like headed to Georgetown for State next week? Yeah, I'm excited for uh, Friday. I'll be at McKinney ISD Stadium. Uh, if you're not familiar, that's the, uh, the new stadium that McKinney built out there to watch uh, Carroll and Arlington girls, Sam Houston, and uh, Bowie boys. Again, I mentioned the boys with four DFW teams. Uh, the girls' side has three. Um, and then just some thoughts about who's going to make it a state. You know, give the slight edge to Carroll uh, only because of how much talent they have, and they've been there, done that. Uh, but I would love to see a Carroll versus Arlington regional final on Saturday. Um, talking about Castleberry girls, you know, they get Canyon over at Northwest ISD Stadium. If they can get past the Eagles, uh, I'm going to guess Stephenville is going to win their semifinal. And Stephenville, I believe, won state two years ago and went to the regional final last year. So that will be a tall task for the Lions. Um, I still like Midlothian Heritage coming out of their region, uh, trying for their second straight state title. And then Highland Park trying to make it a uh, state title two of the last three years. Allen boys and girls uh, still in it. I think they'll both advance out of 6A Region 2. Give the slight edge to the boys uh, from Sam Houston. But again, I'd love to see a Sam Houston for versus Bowie matchup. They've uh, played twice there in, in District 4-6A. Burleson against Lake Dallas would be awesome in, in 5A. And then um, some other defending state champs, I think, will, will advance in Frisco Wakeland and then the San Elzario Eagles. And before we wrap up, uh, we're going to head inside the uh, the crazy 
up-and-coming world of esports, uh, which Brian has uh, done some reporting on. Um, esports, for those not familiar, is just a kind of a fancy word for video games. Um, you might know Fortnite. You might know Call of Duty. Um, obviously, Madden. Um, Brian kind of dug into some local high schools who are uh, kind of taking that on at the high school level. Um, as Brian mentioned off the top, uh, this is really growing at the collegiate level now uh, where you can earn scholarships. Uh, we have the eSports Arena in Arlington, um, just uh, south of the, uh, the ballpark at Arlington, um, or otherwise known as Glove Life Park. <laughs> I think it's Park. Uh, so... Anyway, Brian, uh, you know what did you kind of learn about uh, esports, uh, particularly over at, uh, at Colleyville Heritage and, and Grapevine? Yeah, I learned a lot. It actually blew me away with the uh, you can get scholarships for colleges now. You can go to college paid, uh, paid for, and then you can make a living. You know, I've seen the the Madden leagues or Madden tournaments on ESPN. I've seen the esports leagues on uh, ESPN and TBS, and just like never really thought that you could make a living playing video games, you know. I mean, I think you and I grew up uh, where your parents would say, you know, get up and go outside, and I'd go outside and, you know, hey, you know, can you come out and play and play basketball and whatever, but it's now like uh, parents, I guess, are saying, you know, no, stay inside and play <laughs> video games because uh, you can really make some good money uh, doing it. And then uh, at Colleyville Heritage, just some – uh, a couple of games they're playing, and I'm, I'm nowhere near an expert. I've never even heard of these games. Uh, one is Rocket League, and the other is League of Legends. Um, Colleyville Heritage has a couple of teams playing. Uh, I think it's like a, uh, I want to say like an a, and a, a team and a B team. Uh, they actually have one kid, I think his name is, is Dat Tran. Uh, you know, walking down the halls, they were talking about no one knew him. And then now, you know, he's starting to get recognized because of this esports. And I think they mentioned he's in the one percent of the top players in the world. Wow. Um, and so they're talking about rankings and all that. And I'm just like, oh my goodness! Like, <laughs> I, I'm I'm good with football rankings. That's <laughs> it. But now I guess I have to do a esports rankings. But it was it was really cool. Um, like you mentioned, they they play. Or they don't play, but they have the arena there in Arlington. Um, they've talked about, you know, making state and, and maybe possibly making this a UIL uh, sport. Uh, but it just really blew my mind because uh, I'm just used to, you know, Mario Kart and, and Madden and, <laughs> and all the old-time games there. But uh, talked to uh, Kyle Berger, who works for Grapevine Colleyville ISD kind of oversees all the IT department, make sure uh, everything's up and running well. And uh, he's he was there right with me, just thinking he never imagined this day would come for, for video games. And uh, this is what his thoughts were. And, you know, here locally, you start having, like, Mark Cuban and Jerry Jones and them buying into teams. So they own, you know, big esports teams, building out their franchises into esports. And once we started putting the feelers out there, and started noticing that these colleges were starting to really build up teams. And then we saw scholarships coming. And we're in education, we're always looking for ways to get our kids to college. Yeah. And how can we connect with our students? And last week we checked, there's 250 colleges that give full ride scholarships for, for esports. And I was just blown away. Yeah. That. And then uh, just talked to one of their seniors, Ryan Woolley, who uh, seemed like he was the captain because he was going all across the room making sure everything was was up and running good but you know he mentioned 
they have a mixture because I think for video games, uh, most people, uh, I'll include myself, thought, you know, this if you're not gifted uh, athletically, you know, you know, you do esports. But uh, Brian mentioned there's there's a good mixture of of those, but as well as those who do play. He talked about baseball players, tennis. Ryan actually played football this year on the varsity. He was the uh, captain for the JV team last season as a junior, played wide receiver this year for, for uh, Coach Joe Willis and, and Colleyville Heritage. So um, he, the young man is looking at Texas Tech, uh, and Mr. Berger and, and Ryan are, are talking to Tech about possibly getting a scholarship for esports. And so uh, this is what Ryan had to say about the growth of uh, this league opportunity for the people that this is their thing. Um, esports probably one of my things. Um, I was in football, but I wasn't necessarily super good at it. But this is something that I'm super good at, it, and I'm able to kind of showcase it right now in front of the whole school. And so I think it's a super awesome opportunity that we're able to compete against each other um, with schools that are around here um, and something that's kind of different than what it normally is. And one last thing that I'll mention on this esports craze. Um, Truthfully and honestly, I, I believe it's the fastest growing quote unquote sport in the entire world. Um, do yourself a favor and just YouTube sometime League of Legends. They sell out massive arenas. Um, I'm talking football stadium sized arenas or, you know, YouTube Fortnite and go look at a guy like Ninja or Tifu and see how many followers that these guys have. Every one of their videos gets over a million to two million subscri- or, uh, views. I'm one of those guys. I am absolutely terrible at this Fortnite game. I play it because my niece does, and I just want to be somewhat competitive whenever we play. I don't know why I watch these guys playing a video game, but I do. It's fascinating to me, and I'm, I'm happy that there's something at the high school level for these kids uh, to get involved with. Um, I think it's fantastic, and if they have the opportunity to go to college and do this, I am all for it, um, and I hope that this gets sanctioned by the UIL at some point in the uh, in the very near future. Uh, Brian, before we close, what should the audience be on the lookout for, for the, over the next few days on dfwvarsity.com? Yeah, right now, you know, all the soccer coverage, uh, with pairings and schedules up. Um, I, I do have a girls and boys side, uh, kind of a regional tournament preview, talking about uh, you know stats on the season and, and last time they made regionals and all that good stuff. Uh, some video again, Castleberry with their PK win against Argyle, uh, Taylor Tufts with her amazing goal against Coppell, Brooke Jones video against El Dorado. Uh, check out her story. Um, senior for Alito who missed last season skipped last season due to the development academy um, some football notes uh, Ken Seals RJ Mickens some of the top 2020s in in the state uh, they're recently committed so check out their stories there on our site Jarhari Rogers uh, again uh, a top player Arlington quarterback named his final uh, eight there and then uh, looking forward to some stories here on uh, some cancer related stories uh, first pitch uh, softball games I did one a couple weeks ago at a baseball game with third grader Chloe uh, Brandon, but uh, this past week had some uh, strikeout for cancer nights over at South Lake Carroll and, and Mansfield uh, with Dr. Uh, David Faltes over at Carroll and then um, Coach Mayberry for Mansfield. And then another story, um, you may or may not know Nikki Newton. Uh, she was a, a great basketball player at Crowley, TCU. She's an Arlington police officer, um, and so she uh, – is going 
next month for surgery on a brain tumor and so uh just doing a story and there there on her and again you can check out all of it all of it on uh, dfwrc.com so you mentioned ken seals he's he's going to vanderbilt um that's a, a big uh, pickup for the commodores he's one of the top quarterbacks in the country he's a top uh Pro style quarterback in 2020 in the in the state, so yeah, that's a that's a huge get for them, especially this early. It it really uh, gives uh, Ken the opportunity to go out and recruit uh, for the rest of that class. Um, so that's a big thing. He's going to be playing in the SEC, and then you mentioned R.J. Mickens as well. Um, kind of a a, a uh, he can play offensive defense. He's going to go to Clemson um, primarily as a as a safety. Um, I could see him playing cornerback a little bit, but I, I think he'll be a, a free safety for the most part. And he's also the the number one safety. Yeah, uh, no big deal. The, I yeah. mean, in the nation, in the, in the nation, not not just in the state, yeah. in the in the nation. Um, so, uh, you know, there is just talent all over the place. And you and then you mentioned Jahari Rogers. Um, who really broke out on the scene this year for Arlington. Um, At quarterback, but he's getting these scholarships to play DB. Right, and that just kind of goes to show just how much of a, you know, of a great athlete this this kid is. Uh, He's got uh, TCU, Texas, Oklahoma. I think Ohio State. Ohio State. I mean, all of the big names out there. Everybody wants this kid as well. Um, so some fascinating looks at, uh, at, at some of the top talent um, around the area on the uh, on the football field, uh, as relayed by our very own Brian Gossett. Uh, remember to find out all of our coverage at StarTelegram.com or DFWVarsity.com. Uh, Brian is uh, also very active on Twitter. You can find him there, um, as well as our Facebook page. Um, so uh, thank you once again for joining us on this episode of the High School Huddle, and we will see you next week.